Welcome to the Women of Marvel podcast, where we assemble to talk all things Marvel and more. This is Judy Stevens, producer, bringing you an exciting uh, fellow freelance, fellow photographer. Um, if you've ever been at New York Comic Con or San Diego Comic Con, you've seen a, a another girl running around behind me sometimes or running around doing my job for me. So uh, today we have Nicole Caramella on, who is a friend of mine and a fellow photographer within the cosplay community, um, but also assists me at conventions like four or five years yeah it's been a long time i want to say i was actually trying to think of like the date that i started before i got here like was it like 2010 that's like five years yeah you were at the new york comic-con when we had the helicarrier yeah that's what i remember yeah that was the first one i think i had to dig up photos that's a long time i had to dig up (laughs) photos of you shooting and I like went back to that year, and I was like, "Look, it's baby Nicole." <laughs> we but were both babies five years we, ago. That was, yeah, that was a really long time ago. But so I really wanted to bring you on, sort of talk a little bit about your history in photography, and then we're, let's talk a little bit about like what we actually do at cons, because I think everyone sort of knows, like, sort of thinks that like all we do is like take photos of celebrities, but it, there's a little bit more work into that, and sort of you know managing our schedule and sort of how we prepare for a con and, and uh, you know, there's all these other events that happen even before the floor opens or before the floor closes. So we'll talk a little bit about that. But why don't you talk about how you got in, into photography? Um, well, go, so going all the way back, I think my first like foray into photography was when I went to Japan. So I studied abroad in college, um, but I also went in high school and I just took pictures of like whatever like scenery mostly, like really stupid, like pictures of birds and like an interesting dragonfly, like whatever it was. And I brought them back and my parents were like, you're kind of good at this. Maybe you should think about it. And that kind of like planted the seed in my head. And then um, I've been a part of the, the cosplay community for since, I don't know, 2003. So over 10 years. And um I thought, well, maybe maybe I should take pictures of my friends in costumes. And that came as sort of like I was inspired by other people who had done that at the time. So there were a couple of like really well-known photographers at the time and their photos weren't necessarily amazing as like photography is today. But, you know, let's think about like 2005 photography, like first digital camera kind of like point and shoot crappy stuff but um that's where I started and from there I just kind of like kept taking photos of my friends in costume and and then when it came time to choose what I wanted to do for college I was like this is this is a thing that I want to keep pursuing so yeah I think one of the interesting things that sort of were part of like one of the last generations that interacted with film um a lot of what I did in high school for photography was shooting black and white and Mm. color I shot a lot of color slides, but learning how to take photos with film is so different. And and I think sort of like for those who are budding photographers out there, if you have an opportunity to take photos with film, I highly recommend it because you don't get this instant gratification. You actually have to think about the photo you're taking. You have to think about what your lighting situation is and what the pose is because, well, yeah, you can scan it and fix it post, but if if it's completely blown out or too dark, you can't really, you can fix it a little bit in the dark room, but it's not like 
now. Can't save it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one of the things that's really heartbreaking for me these days is hearing about my college got rid of their color darkroom. Well, yeah, they got rid of the color processing unit in the darkroom. And that was like right after I left college and really heartbreaking thing to hear. They still it's still like a staple to shoot film. And I think everyone absolutely should shoot film. Um, I more the film that I shot was more for during college. You know, I always had like a point and shoot camera that I would shoot with for costumes, but for everything else, yeah. And and I did do a couple of projects that were, I think, like medium format film based um, with costumes, and it's definitely it's more of a calculative move. You know, you're you're positioning everything and you're painting a picture and you're making sure it's right versus which. I still think I still like to think that I do with digital <laughs> photography, but it's much more of a I can shoot this ten different ways and not have to worry about how much film I have. Well, yeah, I mean, exactly. Thinking about like I think that was the first hurdle I learned when I first picked up my first digital camera was I am not limited to twenty four, thirty six frames, yep. or even twelve frames if you're shooting medium format. So you can actually, you know take more, take all the photos, take all the angles, keep on shooting. And, you know, as long as you have as many, like, memory cards on hand, you can keep on shooting until whenever. So photography has sort of bloomed in such a way and interesting the way that it allows more and more people to take photos, which I think is really great, and allows for us to go to conventions and shoot, um, you know, be on site and take all these photos and, you know, I think it's in a way it's created even more jobs um, because before you would shoot at cons and you would edit, you know, you'd go take it to the developer and you'd print it. And maybe <laughs> there'd be like a photo or two like in the newspaper. And now, you know, we take upwards of two to three thousand photos each and then upload, you know, and then we have about 500 photos in a gallery. So we have we it's a lot of work. It's, it's a lot of work. <laughs> uh, usually, and so just to give like a, a brief rundown about what we do shoot at cons, if you guys have never seen photos. So if you've never seen photos ever in your life before. Ever seen photos. Have you ever guys seen photos? <laughs> As if you've, if you've possibly listened to a previous podcast where Adri learned that I made up words, Nicole is used to that. <laughs> it's true. So, uh, so that this is like a brief rundown of what we do at Con. So we're going to shoot anything happening in the booth. So that's going to be signings. Uh, do we have a merch booth? Do we have to shoot merch stuff? Is there uh, is there any celebrity uh, signings or events happening? We're going to shoot those. Um, are we going to shoot? You know, anal- uh, we're going to shoot all the panel stuff. So we got to go to each panel, which are spread out throughout the convention. Um, at San Diego, that's going to include Hall H. Um, at uh, New York Comic Con, that's going to include the big panels, which are like Shield. Uh, and the Netflix panels. Uh, and then I'm sure I'm forgetting things. Oh, we're going to well, shoot the costumes. Yeah, <laughs> the, duh. We're going to shoot costume events. We A lot of times, because we just don't have the time, we have events at the booth and we shoot those, uh, which sort of basically means come to us so we don't have to come find you. It, it makes things a lot easier. Um, it includes the costume contest. And- yeah, and then uh, toys as well. So. Marvel-licensed merchandise. Yeah, so at San Diego, there's a lot more booths. So, like, Kotobukiya uh, and Sideshow are there, and a lot of times they'll uh, open the cases for us. So we'll get on the con floor at 8 a.m. instead of 9 a.m. Yep. And shoot, um, which is actually really amazing being able to sort of take photos of, like, the the Sideshow stuff 
like without the glass case and see it like and almost reach out and touch it no reflections (laughs) to worry about (laughs) yeah Uh, and then and then we obviously do the live show so um someone has to be on hand almost at, at, at any given point for us to photograph if we get uh interesting people that show up and we want to document the those happening so that's a lot of stuff and there's only two of us <laughs> so <laughs> um uh sometimes we, we we reach out to other photographers um who like pat loika who helps us out with cosplay and stuff on the floor which is really helpful yeah. so how do you i don't actually know how <laughs> i prepare for a con how do you prepare nicole <laughs> like in general just all of my preparations for yeah, a con yeah. um well i guess in the case of Let's let's think about San Diego, right? So um, I don't. I also cosplay, so I'm not cosplaying at San Diego because I'm working for Marvel, and that would be shit. If you ever shot and worn a costume at the same time, I congratulate you because it's incredibly difficult. Um, anyway, so <laughs> um, really, just one of the most helpful things that Marvel has been doing lately is making that a really intensely laid out schedule, um, and I like to just really understand that first before anything happens. And then there's really not a whole lot of planning other than make sure all my gear is together. Um, And just, I sort of roll with everything. So like, make sure my stuff's together, make sure I know what I'm doing first thing Thursday morning, or San Diego's case, Wednesday afternoon. And after that, it's just one thing at a time because there's so much to do. Yeah, that's really true. And for gear wise, you know, for those at home, make sure your batteries are charged. Make oh, sure yeah, you, one. yeah, make sure you have extra batteries. Uh, memory cards are clear. Yeah, make sure you have tons of memory cards. Um, you know, if you're going to be editing on site, make sure you have a memory card reader. Uh, make sure that your laptop is charged and you have enough room on your laptop <laughs> to uh, store the 30, 40, 50 gigs. Uh, of photos that you're gonna uh, you're gonna shoot this weekend. That's one of the hardest parts lately is is comprehending the size of your files these days, and so how much how much you're gonna shoot, and then how much space you're gonna need for four or five days of material when you're done. Um, I definitely bring a hard drive, yeah, just in case. Backup, 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 <laughs> backup, backup. backup. Uh, so important. Yeah, even if uh, you should always have a backup. Of every single thing that you think is important. So, and you should double back that up if you think, if you already have a backup. But I've heard horror stories of friends whose hard drives have like failed on them or lost or things like that. Like a rule that I always have is once you shoot, back up immediately on your hard drive. Like, but keep, like, pop that memory card into your computer, copy it right away, but don't delete the photos off your memory card. Uh, until you have, like, until you know that's backed up again. Um, This is obviously, you know, dependent on how much space you have. Sometimes I've had to delete files off memory cards because I've ran out of cards. But now I always think about, like, we sort of have an understanding of how many photos we're going to shoot at Mm -hmm. a con before we get there, so we're going to know how many cards we're going to need. But, you know, go out out and buy a new card if you really need it. They're so cheap. (laughs) I have enough now that I can basically store one copy on the card. And then the second copy on the laptop or the hard drive or whatever else I have with me. So it's not as much a concern anymore. But it used to be we used to run out of space all the time. 
Or I used to. I don't know about you. <laughs> I can't remember. I've always like, I've always like, just if I need an extra card, I just go into Team Video and I just like borrow one of theirs because <laughs> they have like sixty-four, you know, hundred gig cards. So there's the other thing: know where your other team's stuff is so you can take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's super. I mean, uh, I shoot predominantly. We both shoot Nikon. Yeah, which is helpful. Uh, uh, so for cameras uh, and gear, I think it's just personal preference. Sort of what a, why don't you run down what you take to a con? Yeah, so I have a Nikon. Um, I always get the 600 and the 800 confused. I but think you have the 600. I have the 600, yeah. Um, and right now I have a 35 lens and a 50 lens. They're both primes. Um, the 35 is a Sigma and the Nikon is the 50. Um they're really I like using primes because I like having to move, but there are some limitations in terms of if we're shooting in the middle of a crowd and I need to zoom in or if we're shooting a panel and I need to zoom in, I don't necessarily have the flexibility that I need. But they help the most with low-light situations because you're in a con, everything is this fluorescent, artificial, terrible light, especially when you go into panel rooms. There are these like terrible basement dwellings with like <laughs> really minimal light. Yeah. Um, so absolutely, absolutely, you need to be able to handle low light. And um, I would take the flash, but you can't. You can't do that. It, you don't want to walk into a panel and just be flashing up everyone. Um, they would not like that. Yeah. So yeah, um, that's that's what I have right now. I always wanted to get. Um, like a 70 to 200 or something that's going to give me more of a range. Um, but I tend to use my 35 the most often because it's not wide enough that everything's going to look distorted, but it's just the right amount that if I'm in a crowded space or I'm in the hallway, I can back up just enough and get what I need as the shot. So... Uh, just for a rundown for those who don't know photo terms, ah. uh, uh, you know, <laughs> Adriel always yells at us for this. Uh, so for a prime, just for those at home, uh, a prime lens means it doesn't zoom. So it's it's at its millimeter. And if you want to think about how millimeters work, um, there's tons of tutorials all over the Internet. But if you think that the human eye sees it about a 32 millimeter, Milliliter. Wow, mil millimeter. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna get blah blah. Uh, so if you think at 32, so a 35 is gonna be more or less sort of what we see, maybe a little closer. A 50 prime is, uh, it's gonna be much closer. So uh, it's a uh, 50 is usually good for portrait photography. Yeah. Um, I shoot mostly with uh, a zoom lens because it is sort of like it allows me to. Uh, uh, go in between different scenarios but but I, mine is an 18 to 200 and so that 18 actually warps certain things so if i shoot super wide you'll see you'll notice like wide landscapes that like at the at the sides of your photos your straight lines will start getting curved and so that's what when we say warping means basically it's uh, the circle the 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 lens is basically creating a sort of circled sense in the photo yeah so if you think about like a fisheye lens is like your ultimate circle that's about what like less i mean it's less than a 10 millimeter let's say so the higher you go the the less warpy it's going to be technical terms warpy and <laughs> um the the closer up it's going to be so 
continue. <laughs> yes. Well, in at Lens, this is definitely like, uh, uh, I'm sure Nicole gets asked Lens opinions all the time. Yeah. I think it's a personal preference. It is what you want to shoot at. You know, taking photos is all about what your style is. So, you know, if you've uh, if you've ever, like, glanced through my cosplay portfolio, you'll notice that I shoot a lot of wide stuff. I like very... I like very, uh, like, large landscape-looking photos, and that's what I've known for, so I shoot very wide. And I've, I've always, I started taking, I, I started shooting super wide. Uh, I almost, I had an, an um, a 16 millimeter in, uh, in high school that I shot with. So that's really where I started shooting like that. You don't really want to shoot people or portraits with these really wide blends, unless that's your style. So, you know, don't. When you look for advice for lenses, take everything with a grain of salt. You know, it's um, the lens quality is going to be obviously as you pay more money for it. It's the glass inside, but and also this difference between Nikon and Canon. It's it's personal preference. It's yeah, that's the like the number one question, right? Is Nikon versus Canon, and they each have their own merits, and they each have. Definitely, one does one thing better than the other, but then the other one will do something better than the first one. So there's uh, whatever those betters or worses are depends on your shooting style. It also, for me, um, in college, I just the the equipment room was just full of Nikon's, and so that's that's it. You know, I never had much experience with Canon. I know how to shoot a Canon, but. Um, in terms of the way it works, I'm just so much more used to Nikon, um, and that's just what they had in college, so that's what I continued using, and I have no problem with it. I don't feel a need to switch anytime in the foreseeable future. Yeah. <laughs> I grew up on Nikon, so that's where I have it. It's the first camera my father bought me, so... Um, it, it really is like the only thing you'll d- distinctly notice is coloring. Um, Nikon tends to be a little cooler photos. Canon tend to be a little warmer. Uh, but you also notice be- between between even within like if Nicole went and bought another uh, you know six hundred, she'll notice the color quality is slightly different because it's uh, every, every camera has its own personality and being and. Uh, and you, you will notice that actually as you go through, and that certain things will be warmer, certain things will be cooler, and the white balance will be a little different. But uh, you know, if you guys ever have any questions about you know photography, I can always try and help out. But the internet is your is your wide open spaces <laughs> of photography. There's tons of review sites out there for cameras and gear, um, and uh, you know, there's oh, there's there's tons of people within the comic community and the cosplay community at cons that are always willing to talk about photography. So if you guys are looking for that type of stuff, you know, um, throw your question out there uh, and uh, you'll probably get an answer. Uh, Do you have any advice uh, Mm. for budding photographers out there who sort of maybe um, who either interested in shooting sort of cosplay or event photography, which sort of can be hand in hand depending on the like experience? Yeah. Well, advice in general for photography in general is shoot a lot you know if I um, when I started learning there was a lot of a lot of my process was finding photographers that I liked and not necessarily fully trying to emulate that style but going for very similar uh, compositions or going for very similar if I was shooting a model similar poses Um, there's nothing wrong with 
not directly copying, but there's nothing wrong with taking inspiration from other photographers and seeing how it fits in your style. And as much as I thought that I would be directly copying an artist that I liked, the result image, you know, once I removed it from the copy that I was looking at, the result image that I would always make was always different and always, you know, the way that I thought it looked better or what have you. And so... That's my number one thing, really, is, is look at photographers. If there's somebody you like, play around, shoot a lot. Just shoot. Like, number one thing. Get used to your camera. Get used to how you feel that your work you work best. You know, there are tons of videos on YouTube that I love. I love watching behind-the-scenes videos. It's, like, my favorite thing, watching behind-the-scenes photo shoot videos. Watch those. They're really fascinating. Um... They help you understand really, oh, maybe maybe this wasn't the way that I thought it was done. Maybe it's not as difficult as I thought. Maybe it is more difficult than I thought, and maybe I should, you know, try something else in the meantime. Um, yeah, number one, shoot a lot. Shoot a lot, <laughs> yeah. Shoot, shoot, shoot. And now it's digital, so you guys can shoot as much. You can shoot on your phone. Like, it doesn't matter what you're taking a photo of or how you're taking a photo of it, but just take it. And, uh, you know, on, on top of that sort of... Um, uh, watching behind the scenes video if you're at cons and you see someone photographing don't obviously don't go get, get up in their space but like sort of watch how they shoot because everyone's going to shoot differently and and uh and everyone sort of uh um interacts with models or cosplayers or you know people very differently and it's only through you sort of watching how other people do it and then sort of taking that and and running with it and taking photos uh is is essential into you how you take photos and yep. if you're at a con and you want to take a photo of a cosplayer just make sure to ask them that was going to be my next number okay, one I thing you can go ahead and say it <laughs> no ask 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 your models if if you can shoot them especially if they're cosplayers and they're on the con floor um especially if you see them shooting with someone else either go up to if not directly to them go up to the photographer and say hey are you done are you still are you in a private shoot or would you mind if I just popped here in the background and took some shots? Always ask. Like, there's no harm in it. If they say no, don't sneak around behind their back and take a, a shot just because, you know. Just there are other cosplayers out there who will be more than willing. And, like, more often than that, that's what cosplayers are there for. They want their photo taken. They're there you know, to show off the costume, they want to be able to have good photos at the end of the day so they can put on social media. Um, so just ask. I mean, there's there's absolutely no harm in it. I know that I struggled a lot, actually, with um, being able to ask people. There's always that, like, social anxiety of going up to someone and being like, I don't know, what are they going to say? Are they going to look at me funny? I think about that all the time. But um, you just got to put yourself out there. Yeah, and, and even if, you know, a cosplayer is like, oh, I'm busy or I can't, don't take that as like, oh, I can't shoot any. Um, obviously, everyone is busy and things are happening. You know, so many people, so many cosplayers and costumers out there are so opening and friendly, and it's how I met Nicole. So, <laughs> so I took photos of her friends, and then I became friends. And, <laughs> um, but, yeah, you know, it's, it's uh, it, they are they are there. That's the point. They want they want their photo taken, but just you know, um, be respectful, and uh, and just follow photo etiquette. And uh, I think that you know, the next thing you know, you could be the next photographer 
of the famous Kotaku or something. I don't know. Um, what if photographers want their photo to be? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Um, uh, so we've chatted a while. Uh, uh, New York Comic Con is next week. We will be there uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, working hard. Tons of stuff going on. Uh, I'm sure announcements will be going out of what's going, uh, of what's happening. But for those who are at home who can't come to Comic Con, how can they find all of your photos and stuff on the internets? Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, my Marvel photography is on Marvel.com. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Um, and then I have a uh, I have a personal website. It's just a personal portfolio, um, a Facebook uh, for my photography. That's Nicole Sierra Mella Photography, um, and my website is NicoleSierraMella dot com. Um, What's your Twitter? My, I mean, yeah, I have a Twitter and I have an Instagram. They're more like me goofing off, and and they also include my costumes and stuff like that. My Twitter is Cyberbird. Um, my Instagram is cyber underscore bird because cyber bird was taken. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know by who. <laughs> and yeah. Great. Well, thanks for joining us. Thanks for helping me out at all the cons. I will continue to do so. Yay. <laughs> uh, if you guys will be in here at Comic-Con, please make sure you come to the Women of Marvel panel. Uh, it is at 1.30 on Sunday, October 11th in room 1A06, including myself and tons of leading ladies of Marvel. Plus, you might see Nicole running around taking photos. Yep, I'll, I'll be taking the pictures of it. Uh, make sure you tune in to Marvel Live. We're going to be live at marvel.com slash nycc2015. Uh, we'll be crop. We will be broadcasting from 10 a.m. to uh, 7 p.m. Uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, except for Sunday, will be till 5 p.m. Uh, so look for us there and uh, all the things happening and all the photos and all that jazz. Uh, if you have questions for us, as always, please email us at womanof at marvel.com or tweet at marvel, hashtag woman of marvel. Uh, thanks again to Nicole for joining us. Thanks for having me. Yay, we're going to eat sushi now. Mm, sushi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we will check you guys later. This is Marvel, your universe. <laughs>